Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, July 21st. U.S. stocks battled back from early weakness and finished higher. The market saw morning pressure in the wake of an unchanged monetary policy decision from the Bank of Japan and a larger-than-expected rate hike from the European Central Bank. Additionally, earnings and economic data was robust and mostly softer than expected. Jobless claims continued to accelerate, leading indicators fell for a fourth straight month, and Philadelphia manufacturing output unexpectedly moved further into contraction territory. United Airlines and American Airlines both missed earning forecasts, and AT&T topped expectations but lowered its cash flow outlook, while Tesla bested estimates but noted production challenges in China. Outside earnings, Amazon announced an agreement to acquire One Medical for close to $4 billion. Treasuries were higher to apply downside pressure on yields, but the inversion of the yield curve remained. The U.S. dollar declined and continued to pull back from multi-decade highs, and crude oil prices fell, though gold gained ground. Asia finished mixed after the Bank of Japan's decision, and Europe diverged on the heels of the European Central Bank's decision. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 162 points, or 0.5%, to 32,037. The S&P 500 index increased 39 points, or 1%, to 3,999, and the Nasdaq Composite gained 162 points, or 1.4%, to 12,060. In moderate volume, 4.6 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil dropped $3.53 to $96.35 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price advanced $16.80 to $1,717 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.3% to 106.80. In equity news on Thursday, United Airlines Holdings Incorporated, ticker symbol UAL, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $1.43, below the $1.85 fact-set estimate, as revenues of $12.1 billion were up 6% compared to the same quarter in 2019 and roughly in line with the street's estimate. The company said it saw record total revenue per available seat mile despite record high fuel prices. Shares fell. American Airlines Group Incorporated, ticker symbol AAL, posted adjusted second quarter earnings per share of 76 cents, one penny below the street's expectations, with revenues of $13.4 billion rising 12.2% compared to the same period in 2019 and compared to the expected $13.3 billion. American Airlines said domestic leisure travel remains very strong and surpassed 2019 levels in the second quarter, and it also saw improvements in corporate and government revenue in the quarter. The company added that demand for international travel also improved steadily during the second quarter, and it expects this to continue following the lifting of the COVID-19 testing requirement for inbound travel to the U.S. American Airlines saw pressure. Tesla Incorporated, ticker symbol TSLA, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $2.27, above the expected $1.81, as revenues grew 42% year-over-year to $16.9 billion, north of the estimated $16.5 billion. The electric vehicle maker's automotive gross margin came in well below forecasts. Tesla said it continued to make significant progress across the business, though it faced certain challenges, including limited production and shutdowns in Shanghai. 
The company noted that it achieved an operating margin among the highest in the industry, it saw positive free cash flow, and ended the quarter with the highest vehicle production month in its history. Tesla also noted that it converted approximately 75% of its Bitcoin purchases into fiat currency, adding $936 million of cash to its balance sheet. Shares traded higher. AT&T Incorporated, ticker symbol T, announced adjusted second quarter earnings of $0.65 cents per share, above the forecasted $0.61, cents, as revenues fell 17.1% year-over-year to $29.6 billion, topping the expected $29.5 billion. The company lowered its full-year cash flow guidance due to higher capital investment and the impact of the timing of customer collections. Shares dropped. The second quarter earnings season continues to heat up, and the markets are paying close attention to the health of profit margins and economic activity as the Fed gets aggressive with its monetary policy tightening amid a backdrop of signs of slowing economic growth. Outside of earnings, Amazon, ticker symbol AMZN, announced an agreement to acquire human-centered technology-powered national primary care organization, One Medical, ticker symbol O-N-E-M, for $18 per share in an all-cash transaction valued at about $3.9 billion. One Life Healthcare Incorporated is the administrative and managerial services company for the affiliated One Medical entity, and they both do business under the One Medical brand. Amazon traded higher, and One Medical rallied nearly 70%. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses the economy in her latest article titled, What's Going On with Jobs? How the June jobs report was cheered by economic bulls given its strength in level terms, but rates of change among leading indicators don't favor a soft landing outcome for the economy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 251,000 for the week ended July 16th, above the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for 240,000, and compared to the prior week's unrevised 244,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 4,500 to 240,500, and continuing claims for the week ended July 9th increased by 51,000 to 1,384,000 versus estimates of 1,340,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims increased by 13,250 to 1,353,250. The conference board's leading economic index for June declined 0.8% month over month, worse than the estimates calling for a match of May's negatively revised 0.6% decrease. The index recorded its fourth negative read in a row as consumer expectations, stock prices, jobless claims, average workweek, and ISM new orders were the biggest drags, more than offsetting gains from the interest rate spread and credit conditions. The Philly Fed Manufacturing Business Outlook Index unexpectedly fell further into contraction territory, a reading below zero, for July. The index dropped to negative 12.3 versus estimates of an increase to 0.8 from June's negative 3.3 level. Treasuries were higher, and the inversion of the two-year and ten-year notes remains intact, with the markets grappling with an aggressive Fed to fight high inflation and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses this in her latest article titled, Fed Rate Hikes, Why Are Bond Yields Falling? 
noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that consequently, bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down 15 basis points to 3.09%. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note declined 14 basis points to 2.90%. And the 30-year bond rate decreased 11 basis points to 3.06%. Tomorrow, the week will end with timely reports on July manufacturing and services sector activity, courtesy of the preliminary S&P Global Manufacturing PMI and the Services PMI. The former is expected to dip to 52 from June's 52.7 level, and the latter is forecasted to remain at last month's 52.7 figure. Readings above 50 denote expansion for both indexes. In international news on Thursday, European equities finished mixed as the markets digested the monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank to raise rates by a larger amount than expected. The European Central Bank's decision came as global inflation remains high and is persisting, and despite the risk of recession and the ensuing energy crisis in the region due to the ongoing war in Ukraine. This was the first rate increase in 11 years and the biggest since 2000, and the central bank unveiled a tool to try to combat fragmentation in bond yields across the region. Focus was on the customary press conference from ECB President Christine Lagarde for color on their decision. Laggard noted that the front-loading today of the exit from negative interest rates allows the central bank to make a transition to a meeting-by-meeting approach to interest rate decisions, while she did not provide expectations for the size of future rate hikes. The euro gave up some of an initial rally versus the U.S. dollar that followed the decision, finishing modestly higher. Bond yields in the eurozone traded mixed, with German and French yields declining, but Italian and Greek yields rising solidly. The British pound dipped and rates in the UK moved lower. With inflation being a main driver of tighter monetary policies, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA offers his latest article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, noting how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index ticked 0.1% higher, Germany's DAX index declined 0.3%, France's CAC 40 index rose 0.3%, Italy's FTSE MIB index dropped 0.7%, Spain's IBEX 35 index dipped 0.2%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.7% higher. Stocks in Asia were mixed as the markets digest the decision by the Bank of Japan to keep its monetary policy stance unchanged, continuing to lag behind other central banks in North America and Europe. The markets also continue to digest COVID-related disruptions in China and the start of the second quarter earnings season, with shares of Hyundai Motor Company, ticker symbol HYMTF, moving higher after topping profit estimates. In other economic news, South Korea's July exports rebounded and Japan's exports rose more than expected for June. Amid the backdrop of lockdowns in China and the ensuing slowdown in economic growth, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled 
China's yo-yo economy, that although an economy rebound in China is underway, according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.4%, with the yen stable versus the U.S. dollar. The yen has fallen to multi-decade lows since March as the Fed gets aggressive with its monetary policy, while the Bank of Japan abstained from tightening its policy aimed at meeting its target for its 10-year bond rate. China's Shanghai Composite Index fell 1%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 1.5%. South Korea's Kospi Index increased 0.9%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index both moved 0.5% to the upside. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be dominated by a host of preliminary July manufacturing and services PMIs, notably out of Australia, Japan, the Eurozone, and the UK, which will be followed by the PMIs out of the US. Other reports that could garner attention include Japan's National Consumer Price Inflation Report and retail sales out of the UK. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, July 21st.